Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Good Talks San Diego Edition or La Jolla Edition Part 2, I guess. Yeah, 2. Yep, I'm Marie Murataya. And my name is Mark Little. Today, this episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bean Chata. Bean Chata, America's premier bean-based beverage. When horchata just won't do, Bean Chata is the chata for you. Fully endorsed by Craig the Dog at La Jolla Rottweiler on Instagram. So, it was a wonderful day today. Day two of our La Jolla house-sitting adventure. It was. We had such a good day. It was a great day. My favorite day by far. So good, in fact, that I am recording this podcast fully laying down on a couch because mm-hmm. I am tired. And I'm covered up by a blanket on another couch. It's a cozy situation, folks. <laughs> it's a cozy situation. So I hope wherever you are, you are cozy or you soon can be. Um, we were talking about some some lessons we learned today and just having a good time. We started off our day with some Tabata style sprints. So if you're not familiar with that, uh, it's basically high intensity interval training where you do your activity at maximum capacity for 20 seconds and then you rest for 10 seconds mm-hmm. and then uh, so on and so forth, 20, 10, 20, 10, 20, 10. And you do what, eight eight sets? Eight, yes, we So did. <laughs> basically in four minutes, theoretically, you have uh, completed your workout. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of benefits for that of or from that, especially if you're someone who's trying to preserve muscle mass because um, you're not doing this extensive cardio, which has uh, been shown to, you know, if you're running m- for miles and miles, it's just not the best for retaining muscle. Well, it's good for your heart and good for cardio and good right. for everything like that. So that's what we chose to do today. And mm-hmm. boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. That was quite a workout on our legs. Let oh me tell gosh. you. Oh, yeah. Um, and and just to kind of uh, kind of reiterate what you said, but basically, so we don't, we usually do our squats weight training yep. on Tuesdays. Um, and that's specifically when we work out. It's pretty, pretty standard weight training and we do some yoga type stuff. Um, we're stretching sort of and stretching and everything mm-hmm. but we don't do a lot of cardio based training no so this was a really good change for us yeah and it was a good i mean it's a good reminder that you can kind of do get what you need to get done no matter where you are even though we don't have our our weight rack or anything like that yeah, it seems like uh, so far the theme of this week has been hashtag no excuses. Exactly. Right? Last night we were like, nah, we're getting the cable. Today we're like, we're going to work out. And it's just, yeah. it's part of our lifestyle. Exactly. We're we're doing it and we're making it work for us. And honestly, yeah, man, that was a hard workout. But to be doing it on the beach yeah. was amazing and beautiful. It was amazing and beautiful. Yeah, we were just sprinting uh, right at the edge of the water. On that mm-hmm. nice, nice packed sand, mm-hmm. you know, a little, yeah. little more forgiving than uh, the concrete. Yeah. A little uh, less forgiving than the soft sand, but uh, hey. Less you, forgiving, you think, than the soft? Yeah, I think soft sand is more forgiving. It's more taxing. Yeah. It's harder to do it, but I think it's... Uh, oh, I know what you mean. I think it's kinder to your joints. You're right. You're yeah. at the shock of yeah. landing on it. Nope, you're ex- absolutely right. That's why it's so much harder to do. 
because mm-hmm. it absorbs you and you're mm-hmm. like you're like but i'm trying to go deep in it and it's like you don't have to go you just hang out just chill just we're at chill. the beach just go in the water which speaking of it was the best thing to just jump right in the ocean yeah to go, after to go from just gassed and like gasping for air and my esophagus feeling like it was on fire because yeah. i never run like i never yeah. never ever run cardio is not something that i do very often no you don't he doesn't ladies and gents i do i used to run a lot more yeah um and every once in a while i'll go for a little jog because it's just kind of nice for me to do no it's fun to go fast um, but it is it is very fun to go fast, and as we experienced last night with all the adrenaline rushing, we were like, okay, yeah. you know, we can do it tomorrow morning or this morning. Sure. And um, <laughs> it's a whole different game to run whole, through the mall. It is a whole different game when you're trying to beat the clock like that yeah. too. You know, for something. Whereas, you know, we were this morning like, well, I'm just going to take a longer break than ten seconds. Oh yeah. I can't go more. We were luxuriating but, in our like minute long breaks. When it's supposed to be a 10 second break. Yeah. From time to time. But I will say, as our coach on gymnastics bodies has said before, you know, you can alter it to what you need. Oh, yeah. Um, no, and you got to You modify it. I always keep that in mind when I do new workouts or try new things. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, okay, I'm not going to, I might be able to do it actually. And I'm going to push myself as best I can. But sure. I have to understand, like I'm, I'm new at learning how to do something. It's like anything. And. You have to give yourself that grace and be able to modify where you need to in order not to throw up or pass out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's much better to be doing a modified version of the workout and making it through it than to be like, I'm only accepting the strictest rules and and only get half of the workout done instead. Because you're like, I can't can't go anymore. That's exactly it. So we, we completed it. Yeah. And we felt pretty good being able to say that to each other after the fact during it was a little hard yeah because uh, we did it it's hard to breathe mm-hmm. so exactly actually i was talking way more than you were and usually you talk way more than i do when what do you mean which part during the workout yeah today well it's because i couldn't talk i know <laughs> at the end neither could i yeah but, no it yeah. was but it was good and then you know you jump in i i enjoyed getting to jump into the ocean uh, and get some of that adrenaline going because it's cold and I was feeling a little bit anxious about being swept up by a wave for a minute. Mm, no, and, it felt good. It was beautiful. And it felt really good. Oh, it was, it was so a gorgeous clear. day. Oh, man. And then there was a lifeguard out there tooling around on a freaking mm-hmm. uh, wave runner and he was towing another lifeguard behind him and he was the lifeguard in the rear was basically on a boogie board like attached to the back. <laughs> Looked like they were in a good time. They were just yeah. screwing around. They were just having fun. Just having a good old time. Yeah. I was like, right on, guys. Right on, fellas. Yeah, everybody out at that beach is being safe. Um, and it was a nice little kind of private-ish beach, huh? Yeah. Sort of private. It's Black's Beach. It's open to the public, but um, only the people who live in that neighborhood have access to the driveway to the beach. Oh, okay. So anyone can walk to it. No one's going to tell you to get off Got of it. Got it. But you can't get into the gate. Yeah. Unless you live in a certain neighborhood. So it's pretty cool and yeah. pretty private. And there's. Yeah, there's not a lot of people. It was a perfect place to do sprints because we weren't going to hit any kids. No. Or do- have to dodge them. And, and then right down the way is a nude beach. 
Yeah. Hey oh. Hey oh. Hey oh. We didn't go that far today, but maybe tomorrow. Oh yeah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Sprinting <laughs> on the nude beach. Oh. Ooh, good times. Ooh man. Huh. You know? Huh. Yeah, okay. no problem. Okay. So that was a great start to the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, then from there, you know, we did some whatever stuff. And then we had a very great time um, going into, I guess, what is downtown La Jolla. Yeah. And we stumbled into a art gallery at, after being attracted by a, a statue or a sculpture of the Grinch who stole Christmas. I was like, oh, we should take a picture of me yeah. by this. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, uh, I can post it to the Hooster Books Instagram, Brick and Stick. And then, because, I don't know, it didn't really register to me that we could just walk in there. I thought it was right. like, I don't know, we, I, don't, it, I don't walk around places that have art galleries very often. It's a lot like Laguna Beach. I've been to some art galleries there. You do, you just walk in, but you feel like, oh, do I have to pay to be in here? Sure. Because it's like a museum. It's like a museum, yeah, 100%. But, I mean, ultimately, no, because they're trying to sell stuff. It's just like walking right. into a store. Right. And um, I think... It, <laughs> Yeah, it's just interesting because sometimes I've I've walked into them before in Laguna, and I get this vibe from whoever's working like, don't even walk in here. I know you're not going to buy something, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, this guy that was working at the was it Legends? Is that what it's yeah, called? I think something. So. Um, he was so nice. Yeah, he was super cool. I mean, he just said hi to us. He introduced himself. Yeah. Um, and we just got to talking because we were obviously very interested in all the Dr. Seuss stuff. And I mean, Mark, from his perspective, I guess you should tell more about that. Yeah. I mean, you, you can just address me directly. Shoot. You could just talk right to me, Zell. Oh, I forget. I, ex- have- I accept. We're here. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I thought I was stoked to go in there and, and just see. I didn't even know what I was going to see because like walking in, I was like, well, what? These are just. Yeah his private drawings and paintings mm-hmm. and, and then I, was, I, I didn't quite understand one of them i was like wait so this is just how some someone else interpreted something that he made at some point no. so no there was a, there was only like one thing like that and it was some sculpture that someone else made based on like a drawing that he did or something oh, like that there, i didn't see that one yeah i'm pretty sure it's what it was but everything else was pretty cool man there was even that thing was cool but yeah. Like the original drawings of, what was it, Hop on Pop? Or Hop on Pop. But, uh, the Cat in the Hat was there with the fish when he has the fish in the bowl. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite scenes or parts of that book. Um, He had, actually there was his, well, I read about it. It was like the Cat in the Hat, but like the alter ego um, playing pool. Oh, okay. I think with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, the cigarette in his mouth? yeah. Yeah, um, that was that's a cool painting. It's like all dark mm-hmm, in the background and mm-hmm. kind of neon, yep, sign looking cat in the hat, like floating all mysteriously over this pool table that yeah. has these pool balls that are suspended on top of some sort of weird stands or something. Did you see the Buddhist cat? Mm-mm. Oh, I wish I would have pointed that out to you. You'd have loved mm. it. Yeah, there was a Buddhist one. Um, so we had like the Buddhist monk robe on yeah, and the hat. I think it was Japanese Buddhism. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was just super neat. It was, and it, 
there was a little article about it, just that um, he that was just him experimenting and sure. kind of sharing different sides of himself because he traveled and uh, this is Theodore Seuss Geisel that I'm talking about. Yeah, and he'd had, he'd traveled and he just it's much like you I noticed like when what? you're drawing brick and stick you'll put a hat on them or oh yeah um, dress them up and just kind of based on your experiences and. Um, I think that's why it was fun to watch you in there because I was like, oh, like, yeah, you do this. You and your mom write brick and stick. Sure. And you, I've seen your manuscripts. And that was, uh, did you say that already? That there were his, some, oh, yeah, you did with Cat in the Hat. Yeah, he had some, some of like the original sketches or some iteration of, of sketches. So it was just cool to, it was definitely cool to see that and, mm-hmm. and really inspiring to be like, oh, okay. Um, these characters can be in all these different scenarios and and i don't really find myself feeling that limited with them like yeah um but i know i told you that sometimes you feel like okay we want to make sure that the the characters stay like wholesome or whatever and and you don't want to put them in weird places or doing weird things but it was cool to see his stuff and it's like this guy is like children's book number one you know what i mean and yeah he uh he's got the cat in the hat smoking cigarettes and he's got a different character like drinking martinis exactly um but those were and he's an artist so those were some of his things that he had exactly just exploring and yeah and just drawing um but it's very cool it's cool to Mm -hmm. see the stuff that he did on uh, like big uh, newsprint and whatnot yeah and For just sure. and just the style and just seeing it all seeing it all roughed out and you're like oh okay cool that's like, that's the beginning mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah it reminds me of exactly how we have started the other books you know just just start going for it and you're like eh whatever but yeah. uh it's cool it makes me want to use uh use uh he was using like charcoal and stuff mm-hmm. so i want to be want to play with some charcoal and oh, I, I have some if you need some <laughs> I'm sure I have some too. <laughs> I'm sure. I've got a gang of that. All kinds of art supplies. Yeah. Need to bust those bad boys yeah. out. Bust them out. So yeah, that was really, it was really fun to just, we just kind of wandered in there after dinner and spent a good a little, a good little chunk of time in there. Yeah. After we had a nice little, uh, a nice little photo shoot. Got some, got some content for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Thank you. Oh yeah. Probably some content for good talks too. Possibly. Good. Oh yeah. Probably. We need to get more photos of us together. Yeah. It's definitely something we need to start worrying, not worrying about, but just uh, keeping in mind. Yeah. But we did get a good content content day out of it as well which has been nice because both days we've been here now we've gotten some content sure which has been the whole idea um and here we are recording yeah so man just saying all that i'm tired yeah right no it's good i think i think we're doing exactly what we set out to do at least i knew what i was planning on doing when i came down here was to live in a way that if everything was going correctly that uh i could be affording to live here kind of thing right. like that was the whole plan right I was just like, all right work on stuff and so i've been like mixing all day and yeah you know taking breaks and exercising and doing whatever but sure um it's cool man it's it's super cool it's been a good so far so good having a good time yeah good times great times it's been it is it has been good 
And I have uh, not been quite as productive as you, I guess. I don't know. In, in some way, I kind of feel that way. But then I'm like, no, we're here podcasting and I've been shooting. And yeah. uh, I was having a lovely conversation with Bubba Burgers Adventures on Instagram today. Oh, shout out. Trying to work with them. Yeah. So shout out to them. So, uh, you know, I have been, I've been working, but I've also just been kind of enjoying not working. Yeah. So the, the moments that I have like a break, turn my phone off or put it, you know, in the glove oh, yeah. compartment and not touch it. No, you definitely don't want to like work yourself into the ground, especially, Mm-mm. especially down here. Cause I would just be so, uh, counter productive. To, it's true. Cause to, you gotta like, enjoy reach it. the end of the week down here and then be like, God damn it. Like all I did was smash my head into the computer right. for like 36 hours a day. Right. And yeah. That would just be, no, no, no it's no. been actually now that I, now that I rethink it, I was pretty productive this morning. Cause yeah. I, um, we did have a nice, and I said it to Mark, I said it to you, um, <laughs> at, you know, just like we had a fairly quiet morning, yeah. um, doing our own things, but yeah. it was like, it was nice. Cause we, yeah. you were doing working on music. I was posting our podcast and getting some random things done that I needed to get done f- yeah. for um, work and everything. And I worked on Instagram for a little bit, and then um, I don't know. Then it was time to take Craig out for a walk. I don't know. It just felt good. It felt really like natural. Yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. I'm. I mean, you know me, I'm big on having my own time to work on things. Oh, yeah. No, so am I. And yeah, exactly. And so when we can both do it, and then both know, okay, but yeah, later we're going to go to the beach and exactly. like, we're going to work out and unplug for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that it, it made it so just much more enjoyable because we weren't all on top of each other this morning, which is nice. Yeah. No, nice you have to quiet morning. You got to balance the balance of things out, right? It's like, all right, work, work real hard or yep. exercise real hard and then chill in the ocean for a minute. It's like, That's so fun. appreciate the other side and like <laughs> work hard on your stuff all day and then go look at some art and just yeah. walk around. I guess what I was thinking about earlier um, when I knew we were going to do this podcast was just kind of the value of just getting out and walking around. Yeah. Cause because a lot of times I know with music um, you have to like and people talk about it too like artists if you listen to interviews and probably in many different fields and people will be like you know you gotta sometimes you just gotta take breaks you know yeah it's true you just gotta get out and walk and or if on a maybe I was gonna say a larger scale but maybe not but go experience life kind of thing yeah and even if yeah even if you're just experience of life is just walking out and going to a downtown and walking into an art gallery it's like now i know those things now i know those things and so now those things will inspire something else they just can't they can't not because now it's in my head so it's cool exactly and i think that that's you know when you're doing something like we spent all morning kind of in our own world Mm -hmm. on you know making music and i while i was on Instagram, essentially having conversations with people, it's still that distant conversation. It's mm-hmm. not face to face. You're not hearing each other's voices. Um, and I've read a lot, you know, on Instagram, some people talking about um, how isolating it can be when you're t- 
technically like a, an influencer on there. Mm-hmm. I, for my Instagram, I'm not at the point where I would consider myself an influencer. Uh, I mean, actually, I could say I am because I've had some feedback now where we've, you know, I've had conversations with some other women about just lifting each other up. I was going to say, that's yeah. like, that's a weird, so it's a, it's weird, a weird word. It is a weird word. And I've, I, I don't know that I consider it just, I don't know if I consider it as, I don't know if I consider myself an influencer or more of just, um, I don't know, a connector. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, is everyone is is an influencer yeah, in some sense. that's what it is. That's but, I couldn't quite put it that way. So it's, and I don't know. It's like, I get that it's weird to call yourself that. I think it's very much like um, a person who calls themselves an artist or whatever else. Yeah. It's like people... Some some people struggle to give themselves those titles, right? Because you're like, yeah. well, yeah, I'm doing it, but my scale, it's and it's a scale thing, right? Because if you had a million followers, you'd be like, yeah, bitch, I'm an influencer. Yeah. And, right, if, like, Sweater Boys had, like, a million downloads a week or a day, like, yeah, we're artists. And But I was having this conversation with Derek the other day and just about identifying yourself and it's such a simple idea, but he like was reading a book and telling me just this little bit of information. Um, and we both kind of had an aha moment when he did first and they brought it to me. Mm-hmm. And just the idea that identify yourself as that thing. Like if that's the thing that's that you're going for, like if you meet, so we were walking downtown and we saw this networking party, like it was an exclusive event seemingly that you had to Hmm. buy tickets to get into and it was all about networking right so those people aren't in there like oh yeah i'm a server like whatever whatever they are telling they are telling the thing that they want to be known for you know what i'm saying so just that idea that if so now you talk to person x and you tell person x yeah oh i'm an influencer blah blah like oh perfect so now they might not think of it in the moment, but maybe a week later, someone's like, man, I really wish I knew an influencer so that I could get X, Y, Z promoted online. They're like, oh, well, I know Marie. She said she's an influencer. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, As opposed saying. to like, I know Marie. She said she thinks nothing, she's an nothing about <laughs> or, Instagram. Yeah, you yeah you're right. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's just, it's such to me... It's so new, almost that whole like thing, yeah. the whole being an influencer. Um, so it's just like, do I do I call myself that? Like, what is my role? So I'm, I guess I'm just still getting comfortable with that whole thing. And and it's totally fair to be figuring out exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. And I I think that's kind of where I'm at. However, I'm enjoying helping it grow and making connections with people who mm-hmm. I would consider influencers or at the very least artists. You yeah. know. And photographers. <laughs> I like how, at the very least, not le- I don't mean least, but I think that, okay, I'm sorry. That's hor- horrible. No, I know. No. It, but just like think about, like, that sounds funny. It's like as if it were this ranking and like influencers above artists on a, on some sort of pyramid. I'm not, I'm not saying that you mean it like that. Yeah, but that's I just don't. how it sounds. I'm sorry. I think I mean it like not the very least, but I feel like for the most part, the people that I'm on there with, like in some form, they are an artist. Sure. Because they're either really great writers and they're coming up with these very influential, inspirational things. Sure. They're photographers, you know, and um, so that's the only thing I meant by that. But 
um, my point of all of this was is that it can be regardless if you're that involved in it to where because I've been pretty involved in it the last couple of weeks and I can see how isolating it could be and sure. why people would say that. I just am not ever in a position where I'm completely isolated by it. And part of that is because I don't block out specific times to do things. Yeah. Instead, I instead of blocking out specific times to be on social media or whatever, like I kind of just at this point I'm going on it when I have the time, Hmm, which I'm making time every day, but I'm not like chaining myself to my phone because I also have other things I've had to do. Yeah. Um, but when I do take that time, I, I again, I do see it. And I think that that's something. The results, you mean? I see the results. Yeah, but I see the isolation. Oh, I see. Um, because y- I might spend, in, you know, 30 minutes doing one thing, you know, networking and different things. Mm-hmm. And, but all on, you know, Instagram sure. or whatever it is. And I. You know, I'm like, I've not had a conversation with my roommate who's walked by me three times. Right. Um, You know, I've sat and been working on podcast stuff and she's been in and out of the kitchen when I'm in there and I've not had a conversation. And so I see that antisocial block it can put up. Sure. So I always try, like I've become more aware and been like, nope, take your headphones out, have a conversation or something like that. Um, and like what you were saying, get up and go walk around, mm-hmm. go, go outside. Mm-hmm. I'll, if I notice I'm feeling like I've been on my computer too much, I go get the mail, mm. you know, yeah. or, um, you know, I'll text you or something, Sure. but yeah, that's the, what you're describing is the challenging part of, um, not of aiming at a non-traditional creative internet based job. Yeah. That is the challenge. Yeah. Like that's the trade-off is you most people will go to work and they will block out everyone else in their life, but they are around their coworkers, right? So Sure. And none of them are particularly driven in their given field like more or less, right? So you guys are all you're not trying to move too much higher for the most part, right? A lot of people are just like in their field hanging out. And they're like, they want to move up at work, right? They want to do good work, but it's not sure. like, I uh, if I don't do this, I won't succeed, which is how these other things are. I guess. Because they're so much easier. Yeah. There's so much, like, anyone can put in the time and become an influencer and blah, 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 but not everyone will put in the time. Yeah. And it's, so it's a little different. You, like, have to, same with music, right? Anyone with a good idea and a couple thousand dollars can put out their own album, can put out their own song, whatever. But the difference is, is like some people will live it and just be like, nah, but I'm going to make it like it's going to work for me. Hmm. And so by doing that, you have to like obsess over stuff and it becomes challenging and it can be isolating and uh, people might get annoyed with you for it or whatever. Yeah. It just depends. Like what is where is the importance for you? Like is the importance yeah. in succeeding in this thing or uh, I don't know. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I do. Like you have do. to, you have to have that time. So really you seem seemingly could counteract the isolation by blocking out times and just no, knowing. No, you really could. I, And I think that the people I'm reading that where they're saying it can be isolating, it's, 
it's either because they don't make that attempt to or because they've overcommitted sure on so because i can see how easy that could be to overcommit to collaborations and because you have to i was reading somewhere that like once you are like i don't know once you have so many followers or like once you have um you know so many different partners on instagram like you Mm -hmm. have to be posting that specific thing so many times Mm -hmm. and that means you have to go and we know now like you have to go out and generate content Mm -hmm. typically when you're doing that you know you have to get a lot because you don't know what you're gonna like Mm -hmm. um then there comes the editing phase of things and writing a caption which can be long if you are like me and are like no i don't like the way that sounds now social media is super Um, interesting like that because yeah basically you're running an ad agency for yourself all the time yeah you're branding yourself it's insane like it's cool Mm -hmm. it's super awesome it's great and i'm really impressed with how a lot of people do it i think your stuff is cool Uh, and i think a lot of you know there's a lot of people do things really well but it's literally an ad agency because all those things like you have your creative and first you have to think of what you want to do and then you have to go execute it and then you have to bring it back and you have to edit it and be like either yes or no yeah and then you have to write copy for it so it's like these are all jobs at an ad agency right like not one person does any of those things yeah but now they do and they do them while they're trying to live their life and that's exactly it now for some i think it makes it easier you know if you are a stay-at-home mom and then you can do this not that that's easier i should you know i'm not saying that just because you're a stay-at-home mom but i'm saying i see wow i see dig no 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 no. my mom was a stay-at-home mom and you know like but what i'm saying is i see stay-at-home moms really making it work for them yeah not that it's any easier for them but just that they're home, they have a camera, and you know what? Their little kids are cute as right. hell, All and right. they make them model the baby shampoo, and it works so well. It's honestly brilliant. No, it's it, it, and I'm saying, like, I think it's like this this kind of uh, job, I guess. I don't know why I'm at a loss for words right now, but it's kind of perfect for that mm-hmm. um, demographic. demographic because it's like if you can if you're able to do it then why not give it a try like if i was a stay-at-home mom right now Mm -hmm. you bet i'd probably have 10k followers like because you you know you can really make it work for you if you decide to honestly Um, adopt a baby i should no i and i'm i'm making it work for me now i think my next step is doing what we just said and blocking out time yeah um because i am seeing growth and I'm realizing, oh, shoot, like what I'm doing is working. So imagine sure. if I did it even more. Right. Um, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. That's 100 percent. It's how virtuous cycle, man. And so yeah. it's also how you get addicted to things like, oh, this is working. But you can be addicted to positive things. It's just like it's like, yeah, it's like getting hooked on working out. You're like, damn, I'm really True. getting into shape. You're like, I better work out more. True. Or like, I better also eat the right food, you know, because I mean, at this point, what is your most what's what's giving you the best rate of return as far as like the effort you're putting into instagram like what are you doing that then gives you the most followers or the most feedback from other people or the most dms or like however you want you want my secrets 
Well, uh, I don't mind. I'll tell you. Sure. I learned it from Gary V. Oh, what you got? Um, what I've been doing is, first of all, I'm utilizing hashtags. Yeah. So I am going um, through, I go through more than the top 10, but Gary V recommended that you go into the top 10 hashtags that you're tagging. Oh, yeah. Most of the time or the all the time, whatever. And then you comment on the top 10 posts in each of those hashtags. Yeah, yeah. And you don't just comment an emoji, a thumbs up. It doesn't work that way. But you actually, and I, Gary V taught me this, but then Jenna Kutcher um, from the Gold Digger podcast solidified this thought for me, mm. was that you, you leave a comment that adds value. Mm. Because, and then the Jenna Kutcher part of that is when you're at, when you're leaving that comment and you're st- making that connection with somebody yeah you, that's a, you're making a connection you're right. not just trying to trip up the algorithm which yes you know it's not tripping up the algorithm it's how having the algorithm work for you sure but you're not just playing with in into the algorithm you're also like right like today i had a conversation with this girl um don't don't know her never met her but we went back and forth talking about i love all of like your, she was telling me, I like your gratitude stuff, you know, cause I, once a week I try to post a gratitude list. Sure. Um, and people really like that one. That's probably one of the top, the top for me. That's a, I mean, that's a great thing. Like, Oh, I love it. That's such a cool thing too. I mean, talk about influence, right? There's a, there's a positive yeah. thing and no shame in calling yourself an influencer if what you're influencing and people to do is have more gratitude. And that's you true. Know what I mean? Oh, you're right. Yeah. And I always put, and this is another Janet Kutcher thing. I always ask, what are you grateful for? Give me one thing, yeah. you know, list one thing. And it's crazy to see that. Act. I'm like, wow, people actually responded to that, you know, and yeah. they might give me more and they, and then we can have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So today I was talking to one girl. And so I went on her feed and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like me, like the same types of things. Mm-hmm. So I commented on one of her pictures. I'm like, are we the same? Like, and so we started having a conversation. She's like, it's so great to meet you. I'm like, it's great to meet you too. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just like, just adding that little bit of like, hey, like somebody out there is doing the same thing I am. We're happy. Mm-hmm. Like go us. Um, it was just exciting. I don't know. I got, I got really excited this morning from that. And then. Yeah, so that's been one of the best things I do is just going through yeah. and starting conversations is really how I look at it. Yeah. You know, people don't have to respond. Yeah, exactly. But they typically do. Sure. And in return, when people comment on my stuff, I try my best to make sure I catch those comments and respond. Sure. That's number two. Maybe number one, actually, mm. is responding because when people are giving me feedback, that's yeah. the best best thing yeah. i mean even if even if they were to say that they didn't like the color that i picked for something but, sure or, or you know my edit not that i've had that but like it i would say thanks um at the very least and then another thing i've been doing um is posting every day yeah huge so that's huge the next yeah nice so those are like the three top things that i would say people should do those are good things, man. Yeah. Those are good things. I'm glad they're working for you. They are. They really are. But you have to kind of, what I've learned in the last couple weeks, you have to really start strong with at least like being active on there 
and commenting on people's stuff. Yeah. Um, because, but, and you have to be consistent. Like sure. I had to do it every day for about a month now. Yeah. And now I'm finally starting to see that if I don't do it as much in a day, I'm not as penalized for it. Right. But I'm just starting to see that within the last couple of days. Right. I'm like, oh, shoot. I only did it like for nine of them today. Right. And I'm like, oh, but I still gained followers. Sure. Instead of lost. Because I would lose like 10 a day if I didn't. Sure. Um, and I'm not, that's not happening anymore. And then the other thing, I stopped posting seven days a week. I'm down to five. And I've not gotten penalized because I stayed pretty consistent. Oh, okay. With that. So I only went down two days instead of going down to like one day a week which I would have been penalized for, I oh, guess, yeah. is how it works. But, um, so it's, I'm staying really consistent. I just decided to take weekends off. Nice. Because then I can focus on reaching out, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. So yeah. you're not you're not really taking weekends off. You're just not posting. I'm not posting weekends. And plus I'm trying to, you know, not overdo, I don't know, for now, not overdo things. I think once I set, schedule more content generating days and sure. can work that into my schedule then um I'll, I'll be fine i can go back to seven i was doing pretty good with seven days yeah i just did the math and realized when i start back at work in a couple weeks mm-hmm. might be a little hard so why not go down to five make sure i can handle that before anything else yeah so you're setting yourself up for a long-term success there yeah exactly nice so i'm all about it i'm here for it I like it, man. Yeah. I think that's good. I think you got you, you're staying after it, and uh, you know, appreciate it. Appreciate you staying after it because it also works uh, works out for good talks too. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. That's it, the next step. Everyone, everyone benefits, and, but honestly, everyone benefits if uh, you know you're promoting gratitude and and things like that, and and if people can get into something that they find positive in their own life i think is i think that's super cool yeah and uh just like when we were talking about what are we going to talk about on this podcast today it was kind of you know we had to remind ourselves like okay well what was the podcast supposed to be about what did we decide a few weeks ago a few episodes ago whatever and it's like all right what are the lessons that we're learning and how are they helping us in our daily life and how can we be reminded of them and how can we remind ourselves of them right now just to kind of solidify them as, as we're learning them. And, um, I think, uh, I think it's working out. I think we're doing that. So, so that's exciting. I agree. I'm very good. Super exciting. Something to be excited about. I'd say this has been a good talk. So I'd say it's been a really good talk too. My goodness. This episode has been brought to you by the wonderful, 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 whimsical, fantastic, and fabulous people at Bean Chata. Bean Chata, America's premier bean-based beverage. When horchata just won't do, Bean Chata is the chata for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Also brought to you by... Cereal chicken. Cereal chicken. It's so great to eat. Cereal chicken. It's pretty neat. When you're hungry and it's getting late. Cereal chicken. It's pretty great. Mm, delicious ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening bye bye bye